Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science, and sometimes off-topic material that the creator and host finds interesting. I am the creator and host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And in just a moment, we'll get to today's material, and I pray that you will enjoy your time here and to help spread the word about Weather Jazz, now available on most mobile podcast apps, as well as on the website, weatherjazz.com. This episode is being produced via the production tools on our host's server, anchor.fm. And if you've ever thought of starting a podcast, take a look at anchor.fm. They make it easy, and best of all, it's free, just like this podcast, Weather Jazz. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is episode number 41 for Monday, January 21st, 2019. And what a weekend. Wow. And thank you so much for everybody who downloaded and listened to our storm coverage via weatherjazz.com. The number of downloads and listens that we've recorded have been truly through the roof. If you want to check out a really cool graph that I posted on my Instagram account, uh, it's from the Anchor.fm platform, and you can see the uh, the huge spike that we had in the last couple of days thanks to the big storm. So thank you for making Weather Jazz a part of your weather diet over the weekend. And uh, naturally, we had uh, lots of great coverage on Fox 8 in Cleveland from virtually all of our meteorologists uh, that uh, came in to provide that coverage. It uh, was spectacular. Now, uh, in the aftermath of the system, I want to uh, basically explore an unusual phenomenon And I first have to let you know that this phenomenon or this particular event happened to me. Now, the drive home Saturday night uh, from the station to my home was probably one of the longest in a very, very long time. Uh, It took uh, well over double, almost triple the time that it normally takes to get from the station to my home. And so I was uh, obviously going through just a ton of slop, and that's what it was. It was 6 to 12 inches of slop. The temperatures uh, up until that point Saturday evening were basically hovering between 28 and 32 degrees, so the snow was very, very wet. Well, when I was driving home, obviously the temperature was starting to tumble, and we predicted the Arctic air to start pouring in, and that it did. By morning, it was close to zero in a lot of communities. And um, I was also doing some fill-in work for our weekend meteorologist, A.J. Colby, who is still on medical leave, doing very well, by the way, minor surgery. uh, And he will be back very soon, for those of you wondering and listening here in the Cleveland market. So I'm driving to work on Sunday afternoon, very, very cold, but no snow happening at the time. It was barely in the single digits, low teens, and I'm driving up uh, one of the streets, uh, very slow, 30, 35 miles an hour, and I'm feeling this vibration like this, and if I was, if I held a note, it would sound something like, "Eh." and in fact, I actually did that just to make sure that I wasn't imagining the fact that 
the car was vibrating. I thought perhaps there are bumps in the road. That happens a lot when there are bumps in the road. And eventually it stopped, but then it started again, and then it stopped. And then I entered the highway, and at highway speeds, it felt like the car was going to literally break. Uh, in, in fact, I even pulled off the highway once to make sure that my tires and my lug nuts were tightened because it felt like there was a tire wobbling. Uh, but I looked around and, and uh, checked the lug nuts. They appeared fine. I went on my way and all the way to the station. Uh, it felt like the car was literally going to shake itself to pieces. Uh, and so I get to the station and four other people, no, no fewer than four other people, mentioned the fact that they had just gone through the same thing. But one person had uh, the uh, solution. They said that they went through the car wash and uh, got all of the ice off the car. And as soon as they pulled out of the car wash, their car was fine. And so I thought, oh, okay, maybe, maybe there's something to do with ice in the wheel wells or in the wheels. And after doing a little bit of research, uh, I found something truly, truly fascinating. But before I get to that, I want to give you some of the shared experiences from some other people that had the same issue. Uh, here's someone that I know very well. His name is Nick Jeffries, and he lives in Mattaway, Ohio. And he uh, left me a voicemail message after I mentioned this on TV over the weekend. Here's his message. Brother Andre, it's Brother Nick Jeffries. Hey, oh my goodness, what a wallop we got here. <laughs> oh boy, it snowed and everything. Woo, <laughs> Hey, um, yeah, I just wanted to comment on that, uh, about the ice and snow getting in uh, your hubcaps, the spoked up caps or whatever other hubcaps, snow and ice and get in. It'll uh, out, uh, uh, hit, uh, make your wheels unbalanced. Hey, I had to comment on that. Yes, it will. I had to take my hubcaps off of one car so that uh, it w <laughs> And then I had to take it to the car wash to wash out the snow and ice to stop the wheels and nothing else. But yeah, that will happen. <laughs> I just had to call and uh, throw my dollars worth in, you know. <laughs> and uh, you have a good one. Stay warm. However, Nick was not the only one. I have uh, several other uh, individuals here at the station, including the co-anchor that I work with, Tracy McCool. And uh, she had the exact same experience this weekend. Here's her story. Shared experience, yes, indeed. I Sunday morning I got up, it was around uh, 11 o'clock, and I decided that I was going to head out. And we, in my area where I live, we got at least a foot of snow. Our development hadn't been touched, so I'm, I'm plowing through a, f a foot of snow. I get to the main roads that are clear, and all of a sudden, my steering wheel started to shake mm -hmm. as if my wheels were off balance or something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the snow broke my car. And it kept doing that most of the, the day as I was driving around, and I couldn't figure it out. So I come in today... And you're telling me a story. You said the strangest thing happened to me this weekend. And I, I looked it up. I did a little bit of digging. Come to find out I had ice inside my wheels. I'm like, the same thing happened to me, Andre. <laughs> I had no idea that that's what that was. I thought my, <laughs> that the thick snow broke my car. 
And so the stories like this go on and on and on. And uh, so the uh, a word to the wise, and it happens apparently when there is a very heavy snowfall with a lot of wet, wet, wet snow that will suddenly freeze. Now, if the the ice or that slush and slop freezes in such a way that it only freezes on part of the inside of your wheel, not the outside here. We're talking about inside, inside where the spokes are. And, and typically, anymore with the wheels that we have today, you can see right through the interior or the inside of the wheel. And if you have an imbalance with a lot of uh, ice, and ice is heavy, and uh, just think of those little counterbalances that they put on the wheels when you have your cars balanced or your wheels balanced. They're, they're these little uh, metal things that uh, can't be any more than a few ounces. Well, uh, a chunk of ice is going to weigh a lot more than just a few ounces, and that's why when, when you're on highway speeds and you have a chunk of ice only on one side of the wheel, you're so- suddenly going to start like you're uh, like you're talking like this and that's what it sounded like when I called my wife and um, and she was she was rather curious at why the car was shaking so violently we thought something was very 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 serious wrong wrong or seriously uh, wrong with the vehicle uh, maybe a uh, the bearings maybe an axle that was broken or or something uh, really nasty sinister sinister when in fact all it was was a chunk of ice so uh, i didn't have uh, obviously a pickaxe uh, there but i did have an umbrella in the car so here i am taking the umbrella and using the point of the umbrella to chop the ice out of the interior uh, uh, inside of the wheel through the spokes breaking it all up and then with my hands sweeping it all off and then the drive home was much much more uh, docile Uh, there was just a tiny bit of vibration which was gone the next day because the rest of it melted in the uh, the confines of our garage Uh, so there you have it next time that happens after a big snow and after a huge and very quick or sudden cool down and you get that vibration, the first thing you want to do is look at the interior of your wheels. Now, FYI, that only happened on the back uh, or interior or backside rear uh, wheels, if you will, not on the front wheels, which was kind of a curious thing. I don't know why that would would be, and I'm sure there's a dynamic reason behind it, Uh, but uh, not being a mechanic, um, I'm not going to venture a guess other than to say, check your wheels, whether the front ones or the back ones, and uh, chances are you're going to see some ice buildup on there. So that's my public service announcement. I gave it to you on, on the air on Fox 8 in Cleveland during the uh, nighttime uh, weather segment uh, that I gave that. That was Saturday night, and uh, I'm giving it to you right now just in case. Uh, By the way, another one of our meteorologists, uh, Melissa Mack, uh, mentioned that when she did uh, three years in Boston, she ran into the same thing, and she thought her car was... uh, uh, was was in terrible shape. She thought there was something terribly wrong with it. Uh, and when she took it to the mechanic, uh, the mechanic said, you're about the 1,000th person in here, and all we had to do was chop the ice off, and uh, that's all it was. Well, I hope that's helpful to you. Keep that in the back of your frontal lobe as you're going through this winter, and hopefully we won't have that uh, specific scenario again. But 
If it happens again, you will remember it because you listened to this podcast. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next go-around. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today. And if you're listening via a mobile podcast app such as Breaker, Overcast, Google Podcast, or iTunes, among the many that are out there, remember to subscribe to Weather Jazz so that you'll automatically download the new episodes as I am able to upload them. And please take a moment to offer a review, and every single one of those reviews helps to get the word out. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a program idea, I look forward to hearing from you. The best and the fastest method is via email. My email address is simply weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Weatherjazz and weatherjazz.com is copyrighted, and the Weatherjazz signature is a registered trademark, all rights reserved. I look forward to being with you soon with a brand new episode right here on Weather Jazz.